Do you really call yourself Big Fella? Yeah, I'm 30 pounds fatter than I want to be. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. All right. I'm getting so there, So he's just specifically talking to his belly. Where are, you ca- where are you carrying all that extra weight? All that? Yeah. In my length. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I remember. Now. <laughs> so are you saying that, that nothing tasted as good as being thin felt? I, um, well, n- clearly not, because I've tasted... <laughs> I put 30 back on, so... Hey, hey Nick. Yeah, Dad. You good? Word. Hey, hey, word, Nick. Word. Word, Rick. Word, Roger. What are we talking about? Word. Four letters, starts with W, or in the middle, D in the end. Word, what do you mean? Oh, word? yeah, that word. One, two, three. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 381. <laughs> My name is Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by breathing in the wet cement, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. What? This scratch is from Lethal Weapon 3. But that's nothing. We haven't even started with the pain of doing Film Sack for over 10 years. Take a look at this. Hmm. A knife, you ask? Nope. A glaive. Some guys mistook my head for a cave that looks like a vagina. Natural mistake. <laughs> and this is freezer burn from a run-in with a couple of ice pirates. Feel that texture. I almost ended in thirst. That one, same thing, but over on third and Highlander. But to be honest, I don't like to talk about both since there can only be one. Oh, that? Yeah. Now that was a knife. Yep. I got into a knife-sizing competition with Crocodile Dundee, and there was an accident, and the knife ended up in my eye. I was seeing blood bubbles for weeks. It was disgusting. Blood bubbles. Hey, word, Scott. Word. Word, Randy. Is, word. Word. Word, Ibit. Word. Wow. Word. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks for the walk down memory lane at Film Sack Retrospective. <laughs> Didn't expect you, you, that. You get a lot of scars over time, and you have to compare them with your, uh, hopefully, uh, wooed, wooed uh, film sackers. I got it. Wooed. That's the state we like wooed. them in. Uh, also with us, Randy, VHS tape is awesome. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. <clears throat> You're going to love this movie, okay? Okay, okay. Just check it out, okay? It's so great, okay? It has action, okay? Once again, Randy Deluxe has delivered, okay? I have sold this turkey, okay? Okay, okay. Well, all you have to do is record the episode before the suckers change their minds, okay? Okay? Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We got it. It's good. Hey, didn't they f you on the intro? They f you on the intro. There you That's go. That's the next movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now he's okay. in. Is he in the? Well, whatever. We'll talk about Joe Pesci and his di- useless I, he role. He dies okay. in one. Dutton here. Is I mem- am I remembering that wrong? Okay. Okay. We'll get. Okay. We'll get to that. But okay. Good lord. <laughs> uh, also with us, Brian. He's gonna need a new effing dog, Ibit. 
I am. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Roger Murtaugh is a cop. On, uh, hold on a second. One more time here. Let me get situated. Okay. Take two. Roger Murtaugh <laughs> is a cop with eight days left on the force. And every day he looks right into the eyes of some of the meanest and toughest faces out there. And that's just his family. <laughs> no. Oh, he. Roger is doing everything he can to keep his partner Riggs from going over the edge of a removed section of elevated highway. They're rewriting the rules of being homicide detectives and taking on everybody that comes at them, including the LAPD bomb squad, internal affairs, and their very own captain. <laughs> and they're going to take out the bad guy who's going to see his plans go up in smoke. Whoops. Because, yeah. he's <laughs> because he's shot and then rolled into a flaming building to be burned alive. <laughs> wow. Dude. Now, that was am... all improv, right? Because, I mean, you got the, it's like you have like a saxophone instrument that you're, you're actually yes, I have a sex. Yes, that was not. That's loops. impressive. That was not David Sanborn pre-recorded loops. Oh, wait, I can do this. Ready? I can do this. Oops, hold on a second. Let's try this one more time. That's the one I want right there. Okay. What is that? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm totally good. done that. No. Oh. Anyway. I, are, are, you're, just, you're just rolling the movie, right? Like, you're, you're on yeah. Netflix.com? Yeah, he's just repeating these scenes. Oh well, it's anyway, it was careless whisper. Right. Film sack a little careless session. whisper. Yeah, no, right. dude, that was amazing. I didn't expect <laughs> I, that. that was... I will have you know, Brian. You know, I, 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 I thank so much of you. I spent some time uh, getting some saxophone riffs uh, mm. and downloading them and finding like some bits that I could uh, put into files and move over to my phone. And I was just going to blast it out of my phone speaker into my headset <laughs> while I'm, while I was doing my intro, and I realized, you know what? Brian Ebbett's going to, I can count on Brian. Ebbett. Yeah, he's going to nail it. I'm not going to worry about all this nonsense. Yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah. He'll do it. Exactly. No, that I was... bought an app for that. There's an app called Sexy Saxophone. And what? there's a little knob. There's a knob right in the middle of it where oh, you can turn up the right. sex. So you can, so here's, here's with full sex. And then here's with no, like the knob fully turned down. Oh, you, you gotta uh, have you gotta have the echo, right? Oh, didn't my think gosh. this is gonna be an episode of uh, App Slappy, did you? No, that's amazing. I had no yeah. expectation for that, and you captured it perfectly. I hate that in this movie. I freaking hate it. And <laughs> yeah, and so and everybody knows I've been real like in trepidation mode about this movie leading up to it because I've said so mm -hmm. on the show. Um, you'll be surprised kind of how I feel uh, uh, on the other end of it, but I am a hundred percent in favor of never doing that sack shit again in these in these movies. Like the TV show, does it do that? Does it play around? No. With that? Okay. No. All right. No. I haven't yeah, seen there's, it. Yeah, there's. It's funny the uh, the the TV show carries on the characters of Murtaugh. Is it Murtaugh? Okay, Murtaugh. it's like Thanos. Sometimes he's pronounced right. Murtaugh. Sometimes it's Murtaugh. Sometimes it's, it's Murtaugh. Yeah, like, yeah. It's according to first... Australian saying it or not. It's right. Me, yeah. I, at the risk of of completely misusing a word, I actually think that's kind of realistic. Mm. And I oh, it's making me shudder. Yeah, people but, call me Jornson all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> but in but in real life, like if you pay attention to people who have strange last names, they don't they don't get called the exact same thing all the time. So I think it's okay. Yeah, it's probably fine. But uh, I think it's Murtaugh is what's supposed to be. I That's believe. what I think so. I think too. But the very first time uh, Mel Gibson says it in the show, he says Murtaugh. 
Oh, that's like, it's very clear, yeah. Murtaugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. easy. All I, do, all I do is go to the Lethal Weapon uh, cast. It's Murtaugh. Yeah, and you know what? No one ever gets um, our last names wrong. Wait, hold on. I have to play this. Brian Ibbotson. Oh, Brian Ibbotson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll turn that off. I'll turn that off. <laughs> Why would it, why would the sacking be any different than the film? The why are you going to turn it sacks. off? Yeah, film sacks. Special episode of film sacks. Yeah, welcome to film sacks, everybody. <laughs> We're going to watch Lost Boys, at least that one scene, and maybe that other guy in. Oh uh, yeah, goes a do do do. Yeah, yeah remember yeah. him? He oh was my god, the, he's the I would shirtless. love to be able to see like real time statistics on when people tune out of this episode. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't think anybody does, man. This is a how, cl- much, how a, much saxophone can you have? It's a classic. You can't tune out this show. And it, and it is it is a like caught in time thing, right? Like Lethal Weapon One wasn't so suffused with it, and Lethal Weapon Four wasn't right. Mm. Like it, I think I, I, I seem to remember all of them were. I mean, yeah, this may have yeah. been this may have been twenty percent more or something, right? Like it may have mm-hmm. they may have up the up the yeah, the right. bar, but I remember that being so overused that it just became a a lethal weapon trope like it was yeah right you know you'd see a movie yeah. you even see another cop buddy cop movie and as soon as one of them made a joke you'd expect there to be this, like david sanborn in the background going <laughs> this was this was definitely the the uh apex of lethal weapon right as far as how much lethal weapon do you have we boiled it down to this here's all the here's all the elements of what made the first two successful yeah. okay so yeah. here, here they and here they are in rapid fire succession. Did we say yet what this is? This is Lethal Weapon Three. Everybody, that's the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. And Fletcher didn't do a thing, but it's it's. So we've done it, yeah. we've done Le- Lethal Weapon Two. We've done Two. correct. Two. Uh, I think that's the only <laughs> other one we've done. Brian Brian Ibbett has done one by accident. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I did one and watched two it while was, we recorded two. It was right. this one though, didn't you? Isn't this the one you accidentally watched? No, like, it was. You watched time? one. I think. No, I watched. So, I watched one. Oh, <laughs> so I was I was taken aback by uh, because I looked through all of them a little bit, just a little bit, because they're all streaming on Netflix. And I rem- I remembered suddenly back in the day, both one and two were streaming, and we decided to skip one. And we decided to skip one because it's actually really not that good. Like I I, I was looking at. I'm like. Wow, they really had to find themselves. Like, what is this movie after that movie? Like, <laughs> for Leap and Two, they had to figure out what what are we going to really uh, focus on. And this movie is nothing but that, right? It's like a yeah. concentration of the things that they like about well, the first. The, two the first one, the I first mean, movie, is so much more about like it's a more serious movie. I think it's all about Riggs. It is. It's all, I mean, about, it's Riggs all about Riggs being really yeah. close to suicide, and then the second yeah, one mm-hmm. is like diplomatic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh my gosh! I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I bet I have him. Uh, I would hope you do. Maybe yeah. I spelled it wrong. Immunity. Oh yeah, here it is. Check it out. This is a classic from then. Here you go. Diplomatic immunity. Oh, that guy. <laughs> and that it. is for real. That is not something that Scott pulled out of his ass. That's from the movie. No, that's right. from two. That, that was, was the, the bad thing. guy. Yeah. But that was totally it. I mean, one was like, oh man, you know. Martin is really he's broken up about his wife being killed. He's really on the edge. There's there's one tenuous thread that's keeping him from taking himself out. Yeah. And once you lose that, it just kind of becomes, all right, well, it's a couple of cops and and he's just kind of goofy and does some three stooges stuff a lot, but that's about it. I mean, he's not there's not but, that precarious like 
talking him off of the ledge kind of thing that there was right there was a danger dangerousness to the first one that i think the rest of them just settled into more and i wouldn't even call it buddy cop it's just it's just action comedy is what it became it's basically the it's the template that bad boys use it's the template that many other movies in similar veins you don't realize you don't realize until you really look at this how much this is bad boys just a ripoff like oh that's not it's it's not just a template like they have a lot of the same like characteristics between the two characters right yep uh Mm -hmm. like i i i wasn't I, i was surprised but i wasn't so surprised watching this because like we've seen so many movies since this that watching this one i was like oh of course it's gonna be all about uh, the family man and his family versus the single guy who doesn't have a family, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it, like there's nothing surprising there because everybody's ripped it off ever since then. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I don't even know that they were first or anything, but I... Okay, so I'll get to it now then. When I when we were leading up to this, I was poo-pooing it. I almost vetoed it because I was just like, ah, the, we know what this is. The recipe's on the page. It's just mm-hmm. crazy Mel Gibson and... And I'm too old for this shit, uh, Glover. And man, Joe Pesci will come in and annoy me for most of the time. And he, okay, and okay, t- okay. And he totally yeah, right. does okay, here. Okay, okay, Tries, tries okay. me ape shit. I can't freaking stand his character. But anyway, um, I liked it. I actually think this might be my favorite of them. Um, and I it's, think it's because it's a lighter fare. This isn't. This isn't them taking anything wow. too seriously. So I think I actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Think, I'm amazed like, to think that this is the best of the four. I, I mean, actually kind of right. like. I mean, I really dislike four. We know four. it's better than four. <laughs> yeah, four's poo. Two, two, I don't. I'm not a big fan of two. And I think one, like, two's I, really good. I mean, yeah, you've got the whole diplomatic community guy, but you've got, you know, the. Uh, Riggs towing his guy. truck to a. Yeah, I mean, there's a real bad guy. Um, I don't know Gary Busey in the first one though. I, I can't. I can't put this one. I don't think I can put this one above one or two. I. It's hard for me to say why. I, honestly, I don't know why. Part of it is I think I like the it, villain here. This guy's like right. this, this zero empathy, just a dick. And yeah, and there's something I, I like I, about him. I don't know what it is, but I liked him in it's this. The fact that he looks like the the guy that used to do the uh, FedEx commercials, the yeah. guy that could talk really fast. Oh, no, yeah, the old Federal Express. Micro machines? No, <laughs> micro machines. No, not that guy. I think you did. I think you did the same thing for micro machines. Oh, he did. Yeah, 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 now yeah, that you yeah, say yeah. that, same oh, guy. Like not a lot of range. <laughs> what else do you hire him for? Hey, uh, in the boardroom, guys, we need someone who talks really fast. Who do you think's our man? <laughs> We need so, some guy who can impersonate a police siren. Is yeah. there anybody but Michael Winslow yeah. we could call? Who else does it? <laughs> Nobody. So we're, so we're talking about Stuart Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then for some, and then for some reason, Scott is suddenly watching the movie No Escape. No, I didn't watch it. I just found the screen grab. So I went down this okay. rabbit hole because I'm, I thought it was interesting and really dynamic as a villain. And I thought, where did I've seen this guy or something's weird about him? You go look around, and he is like very traditional british actor he's in lots of things oh, you've wow. seen lots of middle age looking stuff like middle ages i mean uh yeah. <laughs> you know like he's a dude that'll that'll do way more than this and is and he does a perfect dead-on american accent there's like zero hint in this that he's some british stage guy no kidding but yeah. he impressed me i i don't know what it was something about him just really really won me over and i bought into his whole thing and the idea of the plot point about uh, cop killer guns, you know, with the with the hollow point, yeah, and that, stuff. That, that was to me really was the real. That was the bad guy in this movie to me. Kind of like I can I can almost tell you zero about uh, the bad guy in Eraser, 
but I can tell you all about that rail gun because that's the real bad guy. Yeah. Right? The introduction. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So the introduction of these cop killers at that time was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it flips the table. Yeah. It's almost like, so. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying George Lucas is a genius or anything, but what makes Darth Vader, <laughs> what makes Darth Vader amazing is that Darth Vader is just so distinct and a hundred percent original looking. Like you see him and right. you go, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's all in black and he breathes weird and he's got a deep horrible <laughs> voice and he can choke you out and he's got a red lightsaber. Like all of that stuff just says villain 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 right across no the board asked. and you don't yeah, no questions asked. And and I <laughs> like that sometimes in a movie. But on the other hand, I I thought the guy in this was just subtle. Now I may forget about him in 10 years, you know, like mm-hmm. he's it's right. a small thing and he's just a corrupt cop gone bad and whatever. Well, he never and he never really seems to lose his temper. Right. Until the very end, and you know, then oh, you pushed me too far, Riggs. There's, there's a there's a theme in this movie of uh, of the product. The product is evil. The product of of the system created this bad cop. I yeah. wouldn't say he was a bad cop. He's a product of what what came out. As same as the kids who were killing kids. Yeah, they weren't necessarily bad. They were the product of what had been going on right well their okay. side so effects they were, kind of, of they, were stuff, paying, sure. they were paying for their sins essentially sure the cop the cop less so though like right <laughs> you know with it with the with the kids and the kids and the gangs and stuff it speaks to you know not just it's gang so culture hard, but hard. Gro- growing up <laughs> please please don't play boys to men at my funeral like no. can i just get this on record right now that uh, I, you can't, I, everybody has to play that during this time mm. i i had i had written down boys on my notes about that brian and i think backstreet boys is what you want at your funeral yeah oh, no. i don't want boys, boys. i don't want any good. boys at my funeral no. No, boys. <laughs> why did i write boys i think it's boys okay. to men backstreet and okay sync boys bullet boys in sync uh, boys vitamin c for your graduation I, about that? i love that you, you call them in sync boys that's fantastic yeah. They were I just in. wanted to make sure I lumped them in because yeah. I could see somebody saying, well, he didn't say in sync. Well, it's got to be me. <laughs> bye, <up>. bye, bye. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> bye. That'd be nice. great. I would love that for my funeral. <laughs> yeah, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Yeah. Everybody's yes, got to jump up and do the bye, bye thing. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brian, you're, you won't be around to argue, so it, it'll be fine. <laughs> bye, <laughs> bye, bye. Wait. reset the topic? Can, can we reset you the topic? You can, but I, uh, uh, here's the lyrics to Brian's funeral. I just want to read this real quick. Bye, bye, bye. I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to yeah. start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I love you endlessly when you weren't here for me. So now it's time to leave and make it alone. That's what, that, that's your Perfect. funeral uh, pyre. That I love it. be more on point. Okay. And it's going to be me. Yeah, even better. <laughs> even better. Okay. Sorry, Randy. You were getting us back on point. Go ahead. I want to get back to villains for a second because you, you brought up a really interesting topic. And, and that is, there aren't that many villain archetypes. Like, you only have a, a few things, and, like, you can put them into these categories, right? So, like, you brought up Darth Vader, right? Yeah. So that's the immensely powerful, you-can't-see-a-human sort of thing. It's, like, robotic. It's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an archetype. This villain in this movie falls into the Hans Gruber archetype, right? So you have a person dressed nicely, well-coiffed, with a gun, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not there's not something really like specific about how they look. It's more what they're doing, right? Yeah. There's yeah. the there's the monster archetype like Freddy Krueger, uh, this kind of thing. Like they they really you can't get very far away from these things. Like 
Uh, one of the greatest villains, I think, is Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Oh, sure. oh yeah, and that's the and that's the bad haircut archetype. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> he's he's <laughs> devoid of any emotion, right? Right, he's right exactly. That. Just a cold-blooded. Yeah. Like, like Dunaway said, he's got a strange weapon of destruction, and so you you remember that you attach that to him. That archetype is like you know he's he's a person. He's not a monster, or a robot, or whatever. But he's got something weird. Right. Yeah, I got that uh, cattle. Whatever that thing was, the, pressure the bolt, air, uh, bolt, uh, bolt um, gun. Yeah, kill a, I kill a I cow with. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know where gosh. he was going with that time when he was like, when he was all like, had his head down on the on the trunk of that one car when the when the captain came out and he was all like, oh, you know, like right. he would, you know, like he did, you like like he was in school or something, not feeling well. Right. You okay, dude? The, you okay, buddy? Can I, yeah. Can I go to the nurse? You know, and so he was laying <laughs> like that. Then he whips around and he goes, he goes. Two fingers, and I'm like, wait, 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 what was you expecting here, buddy? Yeah, well, slow down. Two yeah. Oh, pull the gun out with two fingers. I yeah, I didn't understand that either. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. It's, it's like I really... didn't get that then either. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And it still didn't figure it out until just now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it's really hard to it's really hard to do anything <laughs> in in the world of villains, like uh, you know. So yeah. it, it really it really comes to uh, you know like directing and acting and all and the presentation and so forth. Like it's like the last time I feel like we saw a new villain, and I know this is an old character, but it felt it, with Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker was a, a, this this fresh thing yeah, in a villain, sure. and we, you just don't get that anymore. You know, it's like because uh, how... he had like he had like moments of lucidity, right? That was kind of the thing. Well, like, hold on was... now, let's. Uh, Morton Joe would like to have a word, if you don't mind. <laughs> I thought for sure the Mel Gibson connection was gonna was gonna bring us to Mad Max, not the not uh, the, the villain. Type well, I just think it's important to just note that occasionally we do get very cool, iconic, is, rad villains you can't is, forget. Is, He's is, one. Is Immortal? <clears throat> is Joe? Uh, is, is, does he fall into the Hannibal Lecter archetype for you? No, he falls into okay. a, he is like, uh, he falls into the sort of, um, I don't know what it, the archetype is like the Jim Jones kind of thing where everyone worships him and thinks he's the basically uh, making him a God. He's, he's like the ultimate him. ego on display. Like without me, you're all going to die kind of thing right. and, Gen and the general zod archetype kind of zodish <laughs> a little more who who, I, who do i apply him to um the, i mean he's pretty unique I, but yeah the, the reason i brought up hannibal lecter is because of the face mask stuff that that just like that's a real villain thing right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you put you put something mm -hmm. on the face some appliance and it's scary yeah right oh he was okay. scary even right. without it though because he didn't have it on the whole movie he was Sure, sure, sure. He was, yeah, you know, he was, he had, he was a villain with a CPAP, basically, yeah. is what that is. <laughs> that's, villain with a CPAP. That's the Hannibal Lecter right there. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like the ones that are so maniacal and so, uh, what's the word, just so. Well, the ones that oppressive. just seem to disregard human life are the ones right. that I feel like are the, are the, the best, worst villains. Like yeah. The, Cause you got to feel like, all right, they really just don't care. Like, Collateral damage? I don't care. If I take out, if I have to take out the guy that I'm going after, but I wipe out an entire city block right. because of that, whatever. As long as I got the the main guy that I want. Sure, that yeah. that that, <clears throat> that is the trick. And the guy, the guy in this movie has this. He's got this disregard for life, mm -hmm. and it's not just a disregard for life, and it's not just that he has no emotion. Or it's not he's, like the guy in No Country for Old Men. He had emotions. He was showing them all yeah, the time. It's yeah. just that he's got zero empathy for other people 
Like he's, he can't. he's also very short-sighted because the captain at one point even asked him, what's your plan? And he's all like, I don't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to kill some people. And again, you know, he, he was just totally right. just revenge for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, getting Billy. Back, Hi, getting Billy. back the system. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Billy. Hello, Hi, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Goodbye, Billy. Where'd you go, Billy? <laughs> Billy! <laughs> All right, so this is Richard Donner directing. You know him from the Supermans and the uh, the other Lethal Weapons and yeah, uh, yeah. a bunch of other stuff. He's actually done a bunch of movies. In fact, I made a little list, and I was curious if you guys had your favorite Richard Donner films. Oh, just Donner, just Donner. stick with uh, with film sack movies only. Like we could do that. <laughs> like yeah, seriously, we've done a few. Yeah, and and I got to go with Lady Hawk, man. It just like. That movie just, it's stuck with me. It's something I've returned to and watched again, even though we watched it for my first time on Film Sack. Like, from, I just uh, think, I just think it's a very well-directed film. For me, it might be a toss-up between, well, if we're only talking movies we've seen here. Oh, we've not done Goonies, we know, have we? We not I done thought we Goonies? had done Goonies. I don't think we've done Goonies. I know for you, Scott, it would be Scrooged. Scrooged is uh, your favorite. Oh, no. I freaking hate no. it. Hate it. Hate <laughs> no, it. Scott's going Scott's gonna to go with Maverick. No, I'm not even going with Maverick. Freaking Goonies. Oh, okay. oh. Let me t- I right. mean, Maverick's fine. It's just, you know, it's whatever. It's a fun little romp or whatever. But I am, mm-hmm. I am probably, I mean, if you're asking my 10-year-old self, I'm going Superman 2 all the way. Yeah. I love that yep. movie. I thought it was amazing. The Richard Donner cut is even better. If you haven't right. seen it, uh, it's really good. But Goonies was like this huge part of me growing up. But since we haven't covered it, I guess I'm going to go with maybe. I didn't know he did The Omen, first of all. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the same list. I was like, oh, wow. cra- crazy he, to me. Was he director of The Omen or was he maybe a. It says director. Huh. Yeah, he directed what is our, it. Wait, wait, let's, let's help our audience while they're looking, too. So is it filmstats. Dot, what, what is the new film sack? Oh, uh, address that we forgot. have our database uh, in. It's film, film stats, film, <laughs> film I... sack stats, film, film sack stats. stats. I think com. I have it on the site. I'll have to go make film sure. sack stats. And so if, if you, you still, go there, you can look up Richard Donner. You, you can, can actually look the, and see every Richard Donner thing. Yeah, yeah. If you still yeah. go to the old, he's number order. one, by the way. Yeah. If you still go to the old one, which was most sacked, it redirects to film sack stats. Oh, it does. I didn't know that. No. Nice. Oh, but anyway, nice yes, if you go down to directors, he is our number wow. one sacked director, if you didn't know. <laughs> he totally is. Look at that. Holy yeah. mackerel. Oh, yeah. Film sack yeah. stats. That's it. Dot com. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yep. Uh, oh, okay, uh, okay. It's funny that we've got Nightmare at 20,000 feet because that was the Twilight the Zone episode that he did for, that he redid for the movie. Right. When did they so add you can, genres? You can exclude TV shows as well. Do you see the TV genre listing? This is crazy. Well, uh, this wasn't here before. We have this. This is the breakdown of how we do film sock movies. Number one, Far and Away, by almost double the next one. Action movies, two hundred and seventeen. Sci-fi movies, one hundred and seventy-two. I mean, some of these are mm. crossover, right? Because we don't haven't right. done this many total movies. Um, yeah. But anyway, sci-fi movies, one hundred seventy-two. Thrillers, one sixty-five. Adventure, one thirty-two. Comedies, one fourteen. Horror, ninety-seven. I thought Tragedy. that'd be way higher. Need to up that level. I agree. <laughs> uh, drama, eighty-five. Crime, sixty-three. Fantasy, sixty-one. And mystery at forty-four. But yeah, that's super. I'd like to see more fantasy How? and horror in our future. Yeah. So if you and if you go to directors and you see Richard Donner at the top with eight films, Lethal Weapon three is listed here. 
is, yeah, yeah. Is, are they that are they that quick? Yeah, that, like, look at the, uh, a film? Yeah, look at the yeah. top. Look at the top of the page that says latest episode Lethal Weapon three nineteen ninety two. Oh, there it is. Wow, yeah. look at that. Well done, whoever you are. No, nice I, I have played. his name somewhere. I gotta go drag it up again because the guy's awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's film sack stats. Go check it out. It's great. That's cool. Great resource. Yeah, I'd put I'd put Superman two at the top of my my list yeah, I, of uh, yeah, his films. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're too. sticking within just uh, film sack Richard Donner films. I agree. The most impacted for me was absolutely Superman two. However, I will say I have seen The Omen a good bit, and I still think it is a mighty fine piece of work. It's all right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. That lady in the window. I don't ever yeah, forget lady her. Lady in the window. I'll tell you herself. what I didn't care for. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what I didn't care Neil for. My least... Sorry, I had to play the Neil before Zod. Go ahead. Brilliant. My least favorite, and I actually like the book, is uh, Timeline. I just, oh. I just couldn't. I couldn't he find the love that I wanted. Timeline? That the book movie was, was terrible. The book was great. Movie yeah. was. Uh... I couldn't find the love I wanted for it, and it's a sad because I really wanted to like the movie, and it's okay. It's Are okay. you sure he directed that? Time- According to Film Sack Stats and IMDb, he did. But you know what? Is, what are those two? Oh no, about? you're right. That movie sucked. <laughs> That's so sad to me. Yeah, I, it was really, really bad. He directed Free Willy three. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to think. <laughs> did he do the first two? Uh, or no, just three. Just what a weird three. time to hop on. I know. You know who we haven't heard from in a while? What? Randy? Is he still there? I'm, no, I'm here. I'm just <laughs> like. I, what? What? A, uh, yeah. We, We've gone too far with Richard Donner, guys. Bring, right, 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 right. All right, right. bring him back. Over to Lauren, you we you started nurse, it. Nurse Lauren Schuler Donner. <laughs> I'm just saying, we've gone too far. Yeah, we probably have. Uh, uh, anyway, I did want to say, I did want to say one thing about film sack stats. Um, this movie, uh, Lethal Weapon Three, right, the one yeah. we watched, yeah. uh, continues our uh, string of movies that have bit actor Sven Ola Thorson. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a henchman in this one. He's now he's now been on film sack eight times. That's not that's that's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger numbers. That's like he's he's been on film sack fourteen times. Well, but, but for a henchman, that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yes, for a bit actor to keep getting into these movies that we watch is kind of cool. Yeah, but also yeah. look at the Schwarzenegger connection. The movies that he's been in, the eight that we've seen him in for film sack: Conan the Barbarian, a Golden. Arnold movie; Red Sonja, a spinoff from that; mm-hmm. Running Man, mm-hmm. another Arnold movie; Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Need I say more? Target. A hard Target, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Last Action Hero, another Arnold movie. A Sum of All right. Fears and Welcome to the Jungle. That dude was in a lot of Arnold movies. Sven Olathorson is is just known be, for being a, one of those guys who will come to your set and sit, sit around and do his part as oh, yeah. uh, extra extra fighter number four. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, by the way, he was, if, go ahead. He was in he he was in one of my favorite movies ever, which is Gladiator, which I would love to sack with you guys sometime. Yeah. Oh. Um. And by yeah. the way, we we Daryl Daryl, if you're listening, you might have a problem because this site has gone so far now to include, uh oh, built-in Star Trek. Star Trek connections across so, every film. I wonder if that's I wonder if that's after. Is he collecting this data after or is he collecting it before? No. It's a good question. He's doing it well, before because here we are talking about it and we haven't put the show up yet. So he's doing it yeah. before. Well, but I know, but I mean, he might not put the uh, the connect the trick until later. They're there. They're, 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 they're already. There. Yeah. Wow. I think he's doing it through algorithmic something. He's pulling them out automatically. I am IMDB API gives you all this stuff. Like it's right. uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's awesome. 
Oh my god, Very I love useful. it. I love it. So so here are the Danny Glover uh movies we've seen. Wait, we haven't seen Donald Batman. Glover. Donald Glover. Uh, did I no, say Donald? Danny Glover. Danny. Don't don't confuse him. Sorry, don't it's confuse hard. Childish Gambino. It's because yeah. no, no, no. Danny so Glover news. is Donald Glover's son. Let's no, my God, oh, don't, has no connection. Don't get it. Don't, don't get start it that up Everybody. again. Randy knows what he's doing. He's trying to get it going again. <laughs> I know he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's trying to get it going. I'm putting a stop to it. Uh, By the way, wow. Yeah. That Danny Glover man, he is busy. It says we've seen badass two badasses. We've not seen that. Oh yeah, yes, we, we have. Yeah. Yes, we have. I'm, I'm thinking. Good. I'm thinking of Kickass too. Sorry, that was the one Scott's where he. Scott's going to spend a right. website now. No, no, no. It's and, all good. Was, he, he, exclaiming. He's totally right. He's totally right. Uh, but anyway. that was when, that was the one where he had he was the shop owner, right? And uh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. Yes. Yeah, well, and, and Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo on the bus. Yeah, yeah the two yeah. the two Dannys. Yeah. A couple of badasses. Yeah, yeah, doing their well. Anyway, that movie sucks. Look at the number. There's like there's like ten things like at the top of Danny Glover's uh, IMDb stuff. It's just like announced, announced, pre-production, pre-production. This man is not slowing down. Wow. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm in real time putting a, a movie on our upcoming list. It's a Badass Three. Badasses on the Bayou. Wow. <laughs> but apparently, Danny Glover is not too old for this shit. And, uh, right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, John Carpenter, John Woo, and Peter Hyams, get your ass together because Richard Donner currently get your ass together. You're, you're leading the pack with eight. Uh, the next closest Collected is John ass. Carpenter with six. What an amazing sight this is. Oh my gosh, I cannot thank that guy enough. All right. Anyway, sorry, we're all distracted by it. Here's the deal. Uh, the f film, this movie, had a huge success. Very big moneymaker. Did real well, like you'd expect. They were riding high at Financial. three. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers plan to give Mel Gibson producer Joe Silver and director Richard Donner brand new black Range Rovers as a thank you. They were going to just throw them these brand new cars as gifts and say, here you go. However, Warner Brothers chairman Bob Daly and Terry Samel only told Donald that they were invited to a celebrity lunch. The Range Rovers are going to be a surprise gift, and Donner wanted to invite Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, and Rene Russo, and screenwriter Jeff Boehm to join yeah, them. Yeah, good on you, Donner. So the studio simply raced around <laughs> L.A. and kept buying one new Range Rover for each new lunch guest. They presented them to the entire happily stunned group when the meal was over. So everybody got a car. He treated everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's just great. I don't know if he's a dick otherwise, but this was not a dick move. This was a good move. No, I was, I, I, yeah, it I seems like we did all right. Joel Silver, by the way, is the cameo director in this that looked um, like Spielberg. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, the Spielberg-looking pissed-off director. Oh, really? That's Joel Silver? Yeah, yeah. Huh. You know, I was so done by that point. I, I, this, is a piece, <laughs> this is a piece of the movie that kind of irritated me. It was like, uh, I didn't. Riggs was like, every five minutes was spotting a crime. I'm like, there's mm -hmm. just... Is there something right. super? Is there something supernatural <laughs> going on here? Because there's can, no can way. Can we get a? Can we get a trip alert? Yeah, hell no yeah. No way. Hold on, I'm pushing it. Here it is. The criminals operate on the street in broad daylight, everywhere. Right. Yeah, right at in all front times. of the cops. Thanks, wherever Chuck. wherever Thanks, Riggs is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was oh, something Riggs supernatural. Burger over there. Who? Let's do our drug deal right here. That's yeah, ridiculous. There you go. It was supernatural. Except, except for the other crappy trope if i can get the trope Do alert uh, uh here's the crappy one again. ready here's here's the crappy yep. one there you go the cop can't tell that they're actually filming a movie and the crime that he's watching <laughs> surrounded by lights and movie cameras is fake yeah. uh, the whole the whole movie within a movie thing like you yeah. you you not only do you have that trope but you also have the and somebody he knows is in the movie within right. a movie Look, what is I, 
parts of that. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna allow it because if if I was witness to as many crimes as he was, just walking around, I would assume also something bad's happening. <laughs> but you see, like it's not hard. I, I haven't been on a movie set, but I assume. <laughs> That it's a crap ton of lights, a crap ton of people standing around holding microphones maybe. above the action. Yeah, but maybe it was just one of those local uh, furniture store commercials. No, you know? what you're supposed to do. Come on, couch now. Here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to park your brain and say, "Oh, this is because Riggs, when he even sniffs a crime, even has an inkling that there's a crime, he goes total tunnel vision." And ignores everything else but the person to save and the and, gun to disarm. And, and it was it. His, it was uh, the girl, right? It was uh, Murtaugh's uh, daughter. So he and, was. And, and, Rina, I, Rina. Oh, is that? I gotta, oh, shit, I didn't realize. I got to hand her. it to the movie. It it made sure they were uh, they were in plain clothes a lot, and that helped me accept the trope. Like right. they were play, plain clothes detectives, except for the one joke scene where they were busted down to patrolmen yeah. and. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I get it. Uh, like, that that was okay. And the movie is actually really thoughtful along those lines. There's mm. a lot of, like, it doesn't it doesn't clear the street, right? There's, like, crossing traffic when they have to oh. cross. The street. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the movie, I, I, I liked all that stuff about the movie. Yeah, it was Don't all right. get me started. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> Gets good. No, I want to get you started. What? Start. Okay, okay. So, that was the other thing that bothered me about this. I'm like... I, I was at, at one point in time I was just like somebody just shoot Riggs, just shoot him because the man, <laughs> the man is putting everybody in danger. With, I get the loose cannons, yes. but oh my gosh, I mean he literally put all those people at the ice hockey rink in danger that did not need to be right. just so that he could stir up the guy. I mean you would never do that ever, oh. ever, ever, ever. Yeah, he did the same thing with the uh, the bomb at the very beginning. What? Yeah, you know, again, uh, oh, what made them show up? At a at a, a, a I mean they may make the joke at the very beginning. There's no homicide here. Oh, night's still early. Well, no, really. What are you doing here? There's no homicide here. Homicide detectives don't belong in a bomb a bomb threat. <laughs> Get and, out of here. And them just allowing him. I mean, I know uh, that's the whole joke. Is again, park your brain at the door. He's sneaking in. But it's like what? None of those cops are are looking around. None of those cops see him and Murtaugh entering the building. Yeah, he's above the law. Yeah, that's the whole. Wow. I, now, see yeah. that that would have been yeah. better for me. I would have preferred the bad guy to have a personal thing against Mel Gibson, but they kind of did that in two, didn't they? They've <laughs> done that in both one and yeah. two. Because I like uh, I like the a personal have a thing a personal thing against some actor. Right, like Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson specifically. Yeah. You will like. I've been funny. You like Mel Gibson. <laughs> he called my daughter sugar tits. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for that. <laughs> I and see. I really. I really enjoyed watching this to, movie. Might have to bleep that out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoyed watching this movie, and I credit it for getting me over the initial realization. Oh my god, I'm watching a Mel Gibson movie. Like at first, I had that hang up. And I was just like bracing to see like Harvey Weinstein's name in the opening credits or something, but then the movie was good enough to make me forget it. Yeah, that's the, how I the felt. Hair, the hair was bad enough that made me realize it was a it was a piece <laughs> from a period that this happened. Yeah, and it was also it was ending what? around ninety two. This stuff would be ending. Right. You know, you wouldn't have that which, hair uh, past then very very much. Which which hair was worse, by the way, the full on mullet uh, with it out or the ponytail? Oh, 
It was the always sad little ponytail. The <laughs> mullet didn't bother me as long as he wasn't in high speed chases. When you get in the high speed chases, you realize just how ridiculously stupid a mullet looks. I mean, you already realize it, but when it gets when it gets to flapping in the wind, yeah, you know, and coming through smoke and yeah. that kind of stuff. No, you're, like, wow. you're, you're right. Actually, there was a, did... that whole scene was very reminiscent of Hard Target actually when Van Damme's oh, yeah. coming through there on a motorcycle and he's got the mullet as well. Right, like ninety two, right. big mullet time, but it was all it was kind of on the wane. It was going to go away soon. I just think that Mel Gibson, I mean, forgetting about all of his <laughs> recent struggles with racism, anti-Semitism, and other issues, <laughs> and then the fact that he's like a, a really incredible director when he when he puts his you know puts on directing hats and all that stuff. He's a complicated dude, is what I'm getting at. I mm-hmm. forgot how much fun he can be though, as sort of a charming actor, like an actor yeah. you just would like. Oh man, I don't want. I just want to hang out with this guy, even though he's crazy in this. He just he's very. I, I get why I get why he was a superstar. Like it's it's yeah. perfectly reasonable for me to understand that, and I miss that because I think, well, whatever. We all get old and weird. Well, he got old and, and he weird. also he also has he's playing a character that he's very very good at. Like when you when you look at like Braveheart, you realize oh it's actually that probably should have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like but Danny Glover on the other hand is having to stretch really really hard because. Nobody should want to play that character. That character is just a butt monkey all the way, beginning to end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I liked it. I, I, the, sure, he does right. fine. I'm just saying, gosh, that, that character. Like, it, they just layer so many bad jokes. and hard, Like, they, they can't even help themselves but end with him in the most uncomfortable place to be right, visited right. by every Absol- other person in the movie. You know? Absolutely right, humiliated. Right. Oh, you know he just took a big old crap in there and was just <laughs> enjoying his... And people are walking in with <laughs> retirement cake and oh, God. It's like mm-hmm. it, it had fart bubbles rising out, right? <laughs> 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 retirement cake. That's why an does awesome way like, to say Why that. when he's sitting in the bathtub, though, does he look like his hands are tied behind his back? Mm, Probably It's was. like the most uncomfortable-looking <laughs> bathtub so it that's is, how that's is. how Richard Donner likes his bath scenes. That's what he likes. Mm. <laughs> I was more uncomfortable when he pulled his wife in, Darlene Love. Uh, oh, the in there? oh, I didn't right. like that. I'm like, oh, oh I like you know, you know why you don't like it? it? I don't. OK, as a fun little flirty, funny thing for a wife and a husband, I don't think it's that big a deal. But right. in 1992, it's not a big deal. <laughs> in 19 or in uh, 2018, you got your right. phone in your pocket. Damn it. You're going <laughs> to. Oh, yeah. This is bad. Don't do that. I know shoot, phones are getting shoot. more water resistant every day, but damn it. Uh, that's all I can think <laughs> about was like, oh, I hope all our shit's out of her pockets. Ah. That's the first I, thing I, I thought think, of, too. I think everybody should have set a rule about 10 years ago. No phones within five feet of the toilet. That's just <laughs> what. You know, seriously, no phones. With the, guys, phones go in the toilet. They want to be in the toilet. No, they fun. desire to be in the toilet. Your job <laughs> is to keep them out of the toilet. You're absolutely yeah. right. By the way, Darlene Love, uh, you know, um, not just from all the Lethal Weapon films as uh, Trish Murtaugh, but uh, also the singer of uh, that Christmas song, the Christmas, the snow's falling down. Really? Christmas. Yeah. I've never Every year together. she sings it, or every year she would sing it on the David Letterman uh, show huh. because it's his favorite Christmas song of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. You know his favorite rock and roll song is uh, uh, "Hero" by uh, the the, uh, the the freaking uh, what are they called? The, the Foo, Fighters? Foo Fighters. Yeah, he, he that's why they played it on his last episode. He says it's his favorite song ever, so they came out and did it. Well, if his last episode would have been around Christmas time, he would have had Darlene Love on. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> so, one more thing about the bathtub scene. Oh, sure. Like, 
Let's get as there much. There was of a that. bunch of. There was a lot of like ad lib stuff. You could tell they they mm. filmed a really long time and used some of the, like the funnier looks and glances and stuff. That's great and everything, but yeah. You know what? There, like, it was inevitable. There was going to be a penis joke. They left it to freaking Gets to make the penis joke pretty late, and I couldn't help myself. I was I was interested in what the world they were all doing because he comes in and he's like whoa I can see you know like basically you know like a water must be cold and blah 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 yeah. and you see all of the different actors and they're not all looking at the same place and it's like <laughs> guys what you need a you, the director to come in and say guys this is a dick joke this is a proper dick joke right and you you're look all, here look yes like. <laughs> Imagine this is your dad, yeah. and you're checking out his package. Yeah, oh, the I laser have... pointer thing where you guys are all supposed to look like you're a bunch of tattoos. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Unless I have got so much bubble coverage that I'm barely visible, my face is just poking out of a giant mountain of bubbles. F yeah. that entire scene. F everything get about out. it. Get out. Get out of here. I'm a naked dude in a tub. <laughs> That's already a bad scene. Get out of here. No wonder you didn't want to retire. And Danny, Glover is, Danny Glover is tall like you, Scott. You could. The uncomfortable part was the fact that he didn't fit in the tub. Right. It was so... Right. Like he looked like he was a pretzel in this thing. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He looked like he had his hands behind his back. It's, it's crazy. You look at that scene and you don't see... Like, my hands would be across my chest... Both hands covering my crotch. Like you would see both hands, both I arms, am not everything. Comfortable with this situation. But it's, but it's almost like he, you know, had his hands tied behind his back by Richard Donner and shoved into a tub and yeah. covered with Mr. Bubble. That's what and, it feels like. Can we say can we say one more thing about Danny Glover's penis? Sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, Brian, you go. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But you know, you brought up the uh the ad lib stuff, and there's there's so much of that in this film. There's so much of this, so much of that in the the whole Lethal Weapon series. It starts to feel really like forced. You hear a little bit of it in that opening thing we did with the whole word, word, Riggs, yeah. word, Roger, word. It's got an O at the beginning, an or in the middle, and a D at the end. Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? The word, word, Roger. Yeah. It's like they they've filmed that scene eleven times. Yeah. And they're so sick of filming it. Yeah. It's like garbage coming out of their mouths. Like, blah, 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 word. Blah, 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 word. Yeah. Also, bird is the word. Do people still say word? They don't do that anymore unless they're being ironic. I, I right? do. I will always say word to my grave. But you mean it ironically. I'm going to have it on my, I'm going to have it on my tombstone word. But you don't mean it for said, real. You don't. I've probably said word to your mother once in the last two weeks. And it was meant yeah, ironically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Always. Yeah, the word up. I say word up all the time. Word up. You say yo. word up. Yeah. Oh yeah, word up. <laughs> it's a code word. It's yeah. a code word. 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 I, I will say we're. I'll spell it W E R D though, because that's because <laughs> I think that's cool for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah sure. you would think that. Hey, did cool. you know this is the only movie in the entire four film franchise where they don't mention Riggs's late wife because she was like a huge plot point in all of them except this one. Yeah. Not one mention. Right. Nothing. That's because we. That's because we had new romantic interest and we didn't want to. We didn't have time. This plot. Did not have any more room for any other thing other than what we had. Did you know so, that this this movie was the only Lethal Weapon film in the entire four films that does not feature the villains threatening Murtaugh's family or coming into their house? Oh, really? Yeah. But it, didn't it, though? That kind of goes back to my, the villain is not the villain, is the guns, it's the things that are threatening his family outside oh. because his friend was killed and that... that that danger to his family uh, is kind of there. So it does also, always seem like it's a, always some sort of personal connection. All right, so the villain yeah. may not have threatened Murtaugh's family, but 
but other gang violence, you know, has to rear its ugly head. And yeah, it's and always right. it's, it's, it's it's a disconnected. But yes, I understand what you're saying. Yes, Randy. And and so we have to bring up the ham-fisted subplot, which is so uh, it's just uncomfortable because it's not handled right. And that's the if you have a teenage son in the city, you you're going to struggle with him Hank falling in with the wrong crowd. And mm. what do you do about that? And I just don't feel like the movie knows what to do about that subplot. Which is which was sad because I thought it could have been a much better center for this movie, but not for what they were going for. They no, were just going yeah, for it wasn't enough. They they, they yeah. It was handled weird. Not not mm-hmm. badly, just not enough. Like not well, I guess badly is the right word. Because if you're not gonna give well, it all the yeah. time it needs, and if you're not gonna give it the character depth it needs, then what are you even doing it for? Like, yeah, what are you right, doing? Yes. Right. Like, yeah. like the first time that da- Danny Glover's character questions whether his son has fallen in with some gang is the first time we see the son. And it's like, right. I have no connection to this kid yet. You know? Yeah. Well, is it the same kid from two? I don't even know. Like, I don't, I wonder I, if, I don't, I don't remember. So I wonder if people uh, were like, kids oh. Kids age so fast, it's just so hard for me to tell usually. Oh, yeah. No, dude, those strange, stranger, like, stranger Things like 2 is going to be like. Vacation movies, every time I saw those kids, I'm like, how they, they've changed so much. No, I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, those were always different kids. As I know that. <laughs> oh, what? Point. What? Yeah. But, uh, uh, but like, no, God, like, look at the, the Stranger Things kids are going to be in college or something the, right. the, the, by season yeah. three. They'll be like, Hey, you want to play D and D? It's like, dude, you're all <laughs> dating and stuff. No, I want to. Yes, try that to is uh, uh, not be a virgin. Damon Hines has been in all uh, all four Lethal Weapon films as Nick Murtaugh. Oh, oh all right, there you go. Then I, I don't know about the daughter. I, 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 think I think what we're talking about, what we're talking about, is that whole continuity thing when you're making sequels. And I think they actually were planning many more sequels when they said. Uh, now you got to be on the force another ten years. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then they could have said but one then Mel, year. But then Mel Gibson but, said, "I hate Jews," and then they said, "Well, maybe we won't make more of these." And by the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, my favorite Lethal die. Weapon is the next one, Lethal Weapon Four. Um, I think because I think it's the one that's the most informed by how you make a movie like this. Like, I, I feel like it's the one that capitalizes on all the stuff that you know you learn from the first three. It's maybe been too long. I. Don't remember if I liked it. I enough. don't remember four. I just remember that they just kept adding people, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like yes. first we have to add Joe Pesci, and then we have yeah. to add Rene Russo, and then we have to add Chris Rock. Yeah. The did, whole, uh, did even the poster says the whole soon, gang's like, here. Soon it becomes uh, uh, Murtaugh's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Did you guys, did you guys like the chemistry between uh, Mel Gibson and Rene Russo? Um, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> Okay. I don't the buy scar, it. The scar comparing thing. It yeah. was I thought, fine. I thought it was. I no, thought it was like. Uh, it was uniquely romantic. Really? For, for, yeah. I didn't buy much of anything of their relationship. It just didn't land on me. I, very well. I just. I just could never imagine Rene Russo putting up with a Mel Gibson type well, right. person. Which is the idea, though, right? Like, right. she's yeah. got a you know. I don't think her character could see her putting up with a, a Riggs type person either. Yeah. Right. I don't know. The whole thing is she, it's fine. I did not like the scene where they're comparing scars because it's just so, it's so projected. It's just like, it's, okay, get very, freaking just man, get like it on. Just freaking have your sex and go, you know, like quit playing with me here. This is, and she I, likes the three stooges and, it, and she right. knows her guns. Uh-huh. And, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that scene because it, it what it was implying. And at the end of the end of the scene, I really felt like, especially being so sensitive as we are now, 
you know, we're all so tuned into, uh, you know, someone forcefully bringing up a situation or being too aggressive sexually. Yeah. It really felt like, cause there was a part where he said, well, you started this. Like he kept wanting to go, go, go. Yeah. And when she said no, he said, well, you started this. Yeah. And then he just like basically took her anyway. And I'm like, it, it felt uncomfortable in our yeah, current. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hard not view. to see, hard not to see it without those glasses on. Right. Like you right, kind of have right. to, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it's just the way life is. There's <laughs> no way, no way around it. Did you know, by the way, that this is the only film in the Lethal Weapon franchise where the Murtaugh house is not damaged in any way? <laughs> uh, that's not true. That's not true. Name it. They had they had termites. They, had, they did have termites. No, that's not damage. That's just... <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever had termites? Your house burned down. I thought that was the whole... We never saw the termites. <laughs> okay, you never saw it. But the whole point of the house having termites was that that's the thing. This family, their house is always under attack. And right. the termites fit that for okay, me. Okay, how about I, this I one? noticed it. How about this one? Did you know... This is the only Lethal Weapon film in the entire franchise where Riggs, at the end. where Riggs or any character rides a motorcycle. Did you know that? Oh, really? I I find that hard to believe, but I'm gonna there I'm gonna con- I'm gonna concede it. But I I see stuff in the first one. Really? I don't know, man. Gary, there has to be. Does there have to Come be on. with Gary? There's Busey. like a writer in his contract that says I gotta ride a motorcycle at some point during this film. That's right. I'll tear out your endocrine system and eat it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. Here's the thing that made me sad the most in the in the uh, the trivia here. Leo gets the character played by Joe Pesci, the most annoying thing in the world. Yes. Uh, and I love Joe Pesci. And not and not haha annoying. But just please get him off. Yeah, the get him off the screen. Annoying. He's great in movies like you know Goodfellas and th- he's amazing. He's a great actor. I hate this character. Anyway, yeah, he was originally not in the script, and all of his scenes were written in afterwards. It is the original. So he just showed up to the set. In the in the <laughs> original script, he went to L.A. or left L.A. for New York and is no never seen from again. And they were done with that character. I really wish that would have been the case because I cannot abide him. I can't do it. Why would they let him be involved in any way, shape, or form as it is right. anyway? Okay. It sucks. So okay. sucks. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. I just want to say I have this little dream that we're looking at a near future where we get a Clayne Crawford, Damon Wayans, Lethal Weapon movie, a feature film, and they have Thomas Lennon playing Leo Getz in that series, and it's amazing. Yeah, Thomas Lennon is great. I know he, he is, is so but, good. but don't but no. Don't need Leo Getz. Yeah, and uh, we're not going to get a clean. We're not going to get a clean uh, anything. Anymore. Yeah, clean Crawford yeah. anything anymore because of uh, yeah <laughs> him being kicked off the show. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wasn't what was his deal? What he do? I can't remember. He like got uh, was outraged about some situation where he felt unsafe and like went overboard and um and uh, what's his face um Wayans is saying that he's never going to work with him again or doesn't want to work with him again. So oh, right. he's been taken off and Sean William Scott has been brought yeah. Oh, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean, uh, Stifler is, is the new... Stifler, Stifler is... <laughs> he's probably going to be Riggs' brother. They're not going to, like, recast the character. Right. They, they actually... I, spoiler I alert. Good. Yeah. They did a pretty good job of, of 
making it so that Klain probably won't come back or, you know, so that, so that Klain didn't have to come back right. <laughs> wow. to explain anything for next season. And, and this is working for fans okay? I mean, in terms of just continuity and stuff? Oh, it just happened. This all just happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen anything new yet. But I, I think I think his performance in the rundown, I think he could do it. I think he could do the rigs kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. I mean, I yeah, love the rundown too, but I, I don't know that I'd love it for him. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really, really sad about the whole thing because like the first few episodes of the first season of Lethal Weapon, I just feel like this actor embodies this character that is unique and so fun, but also really tragic. Right. And, maybe like, maybe like, you have to be a freaking disaster like Mel Gibson in this guy to play that character. Maybe that's maybe, the whole point. Maybe. And maybe and, and maybe the fact that uh Stifler doesn't have that baggage. Maybe that's going right. to make it but fail. Then, yeah. I also want to say, I like Damon Wayans more than Danny Glover. Yeah. I, I just do. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just that he's... I don't know if I can compare the two. He can sure ad-lib better than Danny Glover. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, what are we talking about? That's his go-to, isn't it? This, it this is, That's yeah. all he knows how to pull out of there. I like Danny Glover, but... I don't know. Okay. This this whole I, I'm getting I too old for this shit thing is that's I honestly that was old. that was maybe the reason I was least excited about seeing this is I just like I said before there was it's a paint by numbers kind of thing and they still sort of do that but watching it was good for me because I went oh yeah this is I mean this was popular for a reason like people like this combination there's chemistry between these two there's there's an energy here it's R rated without feeling excessive like they didn't just do it to do it it feels like you know where bad boys is r-rated to excess it's like hey look look at all the stuff we can say and do this is more like hey here's real people talking and this and felt it, like a movie that i could go see without my kids yeah sure you know sure but still be in a still be a parent and an adult but yeah no it's I, a, just a know. fun time i didn't i didn't i guess what i'm trying to say is we we try to use our veto powers here on the show lightly like just we don't we don't wield we that weapon. Take it, we we take it very serious. But uh, in this case, I'm glad I didn't do it because I think it was I don't know. I, I came away with a little bit more than I thought I was going to get, which is good. Uh, it, was, it was a good movie. I and it and it provided us with a, a brief glimpse of one of my favorite character actors, Miguel Nunez, is in this movie. Oh, I love Miguel Nunez. He's great. He's in yeah, other things we've seen. I think. Hasn't he? Uh, he was in Street Fighter. Oh, I that's know that. what I'm thinking of. Sure. But, I do. Um, I'm looking to see who Miguel just Nunez just a is. bit like a glimpse of him. He was one of the he was one of the cops in in this movie. Okay, and uh, he's got a great great IMDb uh, photo. Oh, it's such a great thing. Oh, here it is: it's, Action Jackson, Lethal Weapon Three, and Leprechaun Four in Space. He was in all of those. Oh, all right, and Street cool. Fighter also. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. Miguel uh, Nunez is an IMDb photo of the week. Trust me. Oh, he <laughs> even put in. I'm sorry, I'm so stoked about this, but in filmsackstats.com, he he has a search function now that's fully uh -huh. autocomplete, like smart enough to know what I'm looking for. It's cool. great. Oh my gosh! Welcome to the internet, 2018, everybody. This is great. Uh, let's see here. Look at this. Murtaugh's boat. Did you know why it's called Code Seven? Did you know why? Because because Jack Nicholson ordered a Code Seven. It's because it's LAPD code for lunch break. Nah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what this says. Also, okay, we always have this whole, like, who tried out for parts thing, and we always oh, think it's yeah, bullshit. Right. So uh, I will ask you Arnold guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger was originally considered for the role of Murtaugh. <laughs> so here's the, we, the, I have a theme for this. Shit! There. Now, which, 
What do you think that they, do you guys find any of this to be true? Michael Keaton, James Caan, Jack Nicholson, Gene Hackman, and Al Pacino all turned down the role of Jack Travis. Ironically, Keaton had been offered the role of Martin Riggs in the first Lethal Weapon. I don't know if I believe any of those things. I don't believe any of that either. Mar I could kind of see Keaton being a little crazy in uh, Lethal Weapon, you know, being a good Riggs. Well, you know, doing his, um, doing his whole, like, uh, uh, yeah, what was the, uh, the Mr. Mom thing? Oh, he yeah. kind of goes crazy during a little bit of Mr. Mom. You could kind of see yeah. him doing that for Riggs. But yeah, just like I don't know nuts. if I believe that. It's, it just feels like a feels weird. Yeah. Plus, you're like James Con, Jack Nelson, Gene Hackman, Al Pacino. These are all like aging actors who would play a dirty cop. Well, of course, those are the dirty cop. Yeah, I don't know if I believe it. So we are going to call that shit. All right. <laughs> uh, that's all I had in the trivia there. How about this? Uh, uh, where where'd that go? Oh. If you're punching a perp to keep him knocked which, out, which you often do, I don't feel like that's legal. I feel like that's it, against yeah, police. There's the, yeah. How much of this stuff? Like again, they've got the bad guy. He's been he's been maybe fatally shot, but certainly wounded and and pretty much to the point where great, we can finally take him in. Yeah. But no, I'm just gonna let him like roll on his bulldozer right into the burning building. Yeah. I mean, well, and is even it because her, he's doing like, it? Because he's doing it with the. Uh, internal affairs lady. Yeah. So now there's we can get away with this of, stuff. I don't know. There's all kinds of corrupt law breaking. I mean, if you really look at this movie, you're, you're, it's kind of like it's kind of like after you watch the Karate Kid and somebody points out, well, you know who the real bad guy here is, right? I mean, it's kind of feels the same kind way. Of, it's like yeah. you kind of go, you know, who the real bad even, people are here, right? The LAPD. Uh, <laughs> even when he's a street cop, waving his gun around and acting like he's going to shoot someone just to kind of have some fun with a jaywalker. I yeah, think that yeah. might be crossing the line. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. definitely Absolutely. crossing the line. If they had body cams, that kind of mess <laughs> right. would have been, you know, YouTube yeah. fodder. Yeah. What do you yeah. get bumped down to if you do something like that when you already got bumped down to street cop? Like, uh... <laughs> Everybody who's yelling at their playing device right now saying, it's a movie, you guys. You're supposed to oh, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know again, that. Again, point, you just, this you is, can only shut your brain off so much <laughs> this is this is true of film sack and it's one of the things that's at its core is that we've always asked ourselves when watching these movies does it hold up and if it doesn't is there time passes that has made certain things seem ridiculous more so than they did in 92 in 92 i don't think people would have really been tipped off or primed to see some of the things we're seeing right uh, absolutely this is pre-internet Bottom yeah, line, yeah, this absolutely. is pre-internet. Yeah. This movie is completely different with the internet. Think about it; it's completely it's different. Oh my gosh! Like, well, uh, we we know he just checked into the hockey game. We're just gonna sit outside and play a Clash Royale till he comes out. Right, right. <laughs> That's what well, you do. How many people would be standing around while he's waving his gun at the Jaywalker with their smartphones out? <laughs> yeah, recording my gosh. Ridiculous. So yeah, anyway, yeah. it's just it's a different time. Very different, it's time. different time. Yeah. Also, so different that they played a terrible. 80s as hell sounding Elton John song in the credits. I freaking hated oh, that. Oh, stop it. That's Elton John and uh, Eric Clapton. That's great. It's great stuff. Awful song. It's, Wasn't Eric it's, Clapton involved with the soundtrack on this one completely? Like he did some of the music too, right? I, I know, know he did the entire first uh, Lethal Weapon soundtrack. I don't know right. how much of the current, of the, of the current, of the, of the current one we're currently talking about. Mm. I, he did. Can I, can I say, I, I know that first really... Sting song is awesome. What do you do? Though. Call I, Richie, I really Richie Sambora, the... whoever, and say, bring your sax down to the set. We're going to need a lot of sax. <laughs> David like, Sanborn. Or David Sanborn. I say Richie Sanborn. <laughs> Richie Sanborn. <laughs> hey, he's a, really... he's a Hall of Famer now, so it's all good. 
Listen, would, there's a Van really? Halen song on here. There's a yeah. John Fogarty song. Those are fine. It, I'm talking about that Elton John thing at the end. It sucks. It's bad. It's not I, bad. I, I love you, though. <laughs> it's, it's a Van Halen song that gets me into Lethal Weapon 4, man. They had a their first big trailer had the Van Halen song Fire in the Hole on it, and I'm there. Yeah, sure, why okay. not? That's that's some uh, that's some Sammy Hagar sure. era stuff, isn't that's it? Fair. That is no, no, it was a no? Gary Sharon. Oh, song. Gary oh, Sharon, fire in the hall. <laughs> Even worse. Even worse. Yeah, Runaway Train by Elton John and Eric Clapton, which feels like it was probably saved for uh, a movie called Runaway Train, and they decided to use it for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I take that back. Looks like it's probably me by Sting was also performed by Sting with Eric Clapton. The theme song, like the beginning oh, theme that song. I like. Maybe I like Sting. Listen yeah. to this, you guys. I mean, Listen I like Eric Clapton. Right I love him. I love him separately, and I I like old like, Elton John. You don't like Elton John because he looks like your mom. I don't like Elton John for two reasons. One, his music has sucked since 1979. Two, he looks like my mom. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't like the Lion King music? Uh, He's still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, Name a good Belton John song post-1980. We did this already, and I named five, and I played them on TMS, and you kind of you kind of started to agree with me. They were old ones, though, you played. It was like Yellow Brick Road and, and, you know. Uh, Someone Save My Life Tonight and stuff like that. Decent old stuff, but like. How long do you want this man to produce for you? Uh, Let him do this thing, man. It's all bad now. It's all Lion King sounding, and I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, Lion King know. would There's... be what two years after this, and then he was doing that. So good job, Elton John. Well done. You look um, like my mom. His yeah. his third or fourth album after 1980 is uh, called Too Low for Zero, mm. and it's it's a pretty good album. Is like it? top to bottom. Give me a song. Good. Give me a track. Yes, <laughs> <I guess laughs> that's why they call it. Oh the my blues. gosh, I hate that song. <laughs> I knew I knew I could actually uh, reinforce Scott's point with that oh. one. <laughs> Brian, it, it, it invokes, it makes me kind of feel sick to hear the song. There you say it. I, I actually had that LP like for, children, for a long time. And living like lovers. Side one, side one on that LP runs Cold as Christmas, I'm Still Standing, Too Low for Zero, Religion. I guess that, that's why they call it the blues. And it's just like that whole side, I just remember listening from beginning to end so many times. Well, yeah, because you were young and... And we were yeah. all dumb, you know? you know. Sacrifice, sacrifice is really good. And uh, um, what's that one that really, really cool? Again, around the same time, might have even been from that same album that Sacrifice came from. Um, the one? No, I'll have to look. It's like a really powerful, like uh, powerful song. I'm, the I'm name gonna, of which what I'm going to say is going to be very controversial, and I just I have to say it. He uh, had a star. Uh, he had a Jefferson airplane to starship change, in my opinion. He went from, Everybody did. Everybody he, did. I know only, they did. Only, I know. I'll concede that if only if you you maybe admit that that he kind of made a comeback in the, the 90s with... Uh, the one with made in England, England, big right. picture. Sacrifice, yes. I don't remember that one. What is it? What is it? Give me a hum, hum me some business. Sacrifice? Yeah. Uh, there's no sacrifice. No sacrifice. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know it. Nikita. Nikita's a great song. Oh, oh Nikita is it? No, no, it's not. It's not. No, it's no, like, no. It's, no, that's like the rest of it. 
It's the rest of it. That is the word. Oh, Elton John. It's my mom. Anyway, hey. In your little corner of the world. <laughs> oh, dude. And we can melt like ice on fire. <laughs> You're just describing <laughs> everything I don't like. Coming back to the movie. Back to the I movie. Love this, I love this Sting song. I always have this whole era for Sting. I really, really like. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. My favorite songs of all time is in this era. Um, he was all tantric just, like, during that time. I, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, whoa, hello, this is dated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit, old. a little bit. Plus they had that cool, but they had that cool fire effect, like that kind of backdraft looking stuff going on in the first uh, bit there. Yeah, the, the, the credit sequence. Yeah, it's kind of cool. a James Bondian uh, without the, the, the women running around, but kind of like close-ups of fire going. and Yeah, which actually has, as far as I can tell, zero to do with the film, like thematically. There was no fire oh, thing there was fire at the end the whole the whole building complex yeah. the new uh, do you think that's what that was supposed to foreshadow yeah. or sure. something sure yeah. all right because right. like it's following the trail of like just like Riggs leaves that trail of gasoline for the fire to follow him all around the yeah <laughs> they got the slow burn gasoline that i've never heard of hold on right. uh, dunaway what do you, give me your take because you're mr water and minority report means something so what does the fire mean in this give me give me your take Okay. Lose it, was, uh, it was all. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Like, did we lose Dunaway? What is the? <laughs> all right. Am I still here? Yeah, you're here. What hey, is the? Here. What is the fire? What does the fire represent? What's What's the hidden message? Uh, well, it it was really important to Richard Donner because he had, had a really bad uh, uh, bladder infection. So that was what was most <laughs> That's what it was. All right. <laughs> burns when he pees. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Actually, burns when he pees. Yeah. I felt the symbolism while watching the movie. Like I, I very much was like, oh, the. You know, like we started out with all of this fire and we know Riggs, you know, like he's sort of out of control. He burns indiscriminately like it. I don't know. It, it felt pretty. The world natural. is on fire and there's no way that Murtaugh can retire. It's just there's yeah, just too uh, much. Retire and, and fire. Yeah, well done. Right. Hey, uh, gross moment. What do you guys think it was? What do you think my grossest mm -hmm. thing? In the movie I think was? it was the gasoline siphoning. Incorrect. Oh, that's a pretty bad guess. though. I don't that's like, yeah, guess. I don't like that one either. I don't like, I, I, it's gross. But although, but his jokiness around it was made it super dumb, so it made it less gross. Do you have to do something with the bathroom uh, when Jack Travis has to go in the bathroom and? Oh no, nope. I... nope. Oh, that one. That even got me though. Yeah. When Rene Russo is like touching him, pushing him in the back as he. That's peed. right. That's what it was. Yes, it wasn't. It was Riggs in the bathroom, not uh, Rene Russo or uh, Jack Travis in the bathroom. Right, right. Not that though. Any other ideas? It's so it's so rings like gross to me. I well, you know, I I was just about everything that was going on in that small that that burger hut. Okay, okay, me. you're way closer. Uh, oh so, wow! Okay. So here's what right. happens: he goes in there I, into the burger hut and he's making burgers. Everyone forgets that when this gun starts shooting, what is Murtaugh in the middle of doing? Massaging a piece of raw hamburger meat. He has to jump mm -hmm. to it, get out there, get his gun, and get going. He's with just hamburger meat. He's just on him. running around with freaking salmonella, nasty hamburger meat on everything, and now it's <laughs> now it's on the gun. Hold, hold, Daryl. <laughs> no, 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 I've been shot, and I've got salmonella <laughs> from the bullet. That's all I can think about. Is salmonella that. burger? Is that burger? What What do you get from? No, all not really. I, I know e. it's the chicken you do, but E. coli probably what's, E. coli. The raw hamburger if it's meat. Decent, if it's decent hamburger meat, like you, you know, you don't have to worry about any. Uh, yeah. Airborne right, diseases. Right. 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 It's yeah. been sitting out. All I don't day. think there was decent hamburger meat in that in that cook spot. Yeah. Plus, just 
you know, I don't well, know, wash your, yeah, I know he didn't have time. And if I was in the situation, I wouldn't either. I'd grab my gun and go, but I'm just saying, it's like you're grossing everyone out with your nasty ass hands. So I'm just, getting too old to wipe my hands in my pants. <laughs> there you go. You know they're giant. You know Danny Glover's hands are just like I, giant. I'll yeah. tell you that, that thing, like I know he was ad-libbing and everything, but I was just grossed out with him going, you got to massage the meat. No, you put it on, you put it down. You don't yeah. massage the meat yeah. ever. Yeah. Put that down. That was weird. Nobody massages That's what he was meat. doing in the bathtub at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I may have made a clip that, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, oh, an important trope I forgot about. I knew that that red shirt kid, I, uh, who worked oh, in the force yeah. of such a good shot. The minute Let they me said, come with, come with us, he's going to die. Just knew it yeah. the second they had him go. And I was like, all right, way to project that one, guys. Way to forecast yeah. that. I saw that coming down Main Street. Anyway, uh, uh, let's get to the, uh, let's do clips. I have clips. Uh, they're uh, numerous. Do clips. And uh, they're do clips. Let's see. It's brand new haircutting place I like to go is do clips. Uh, here it is. This is that line once again. Boy, I'm getting too old for this shit. Not for me, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, we haven't even talked about her. Yeah. About the... Uh, the admirer. Uh, let's go over the, the, uh, the over The over... The oversexed... Yeah. The admirer. Yeah. Yeah. Oversexed admirer. Yeah. And we had this very same thing with a movie recently where we even brought up Lethal Weapon, I think. And it was somebody who was helping somebody else. Um, what was that? And they were helping him go through the the files of some place. Even police-related? Golly. I remember What was this. it? It was something recent. You remember us talking about it, right? I totally do. I don't remember the yeah. movie, though. But it was something like this where they ba- they basically end up with like a a stalker the whole movie. Like a yes. But I can't exactly. think of what the other example. I mean, there's a million examples. I just can't think of it. Anyway, yeah. how about this one? Yeah, Here's Joe Pesci trying to sell a house. Anything else you want to disclose before we go on? Okay, okay. Now that you mention it, the bathroom upstairs has been completely remodeled due to unexpected bomb damage. Hey, 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 come on, it's okay. No, no, it's not. Don't buy that house. <laughs> well, and it, and it wasn't funny. No. It was just sad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was definitely not funny. Uh, here's some sacks, but... Uh, it's not as good as a dibbit, so I, this is going to be a letdown. But here, <laughs> here it is anyway. I mean, I feel like they're kind of going for a film noir kind of, you know, they that, really that, that are, night that yeah. dame walked into my office and my life was never the same kind of vibe, but I don't know if it works. Maybe it did in 92. It doesn't so much now. I mean, think about it. 92, we were like a year away from Jurassic Park. I still feel like that delineates the rest of film for me. Like, for whatever reason, Jurassic Park feels like a line in the sand, and it's everything before Jurassic Park and everything after it. It's weird that I do that. I'm not saying it should be everybody's way of looking at films, but for whatever reason, I have this line, and it's and it's called Jurassic Park. Do, do any of us have have a like a line where it's like, uh, everything changed and was never the same? Uh, Star Wars yeah, when you were a kid, probably. Sure. I mean, 80, 84? Well, 84 then, Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. What would you say? 84 garbage. The kid, like everything where I felt like, oh, that was such a great monumental movie. But there was garbage released right after it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's right. always true. That's, that's always, the thing. I feel like, yeah. Like, that's I the thing. Like it, even the if I even if I say like, oh, Jurassic Park, things would never be the same. I still feel that way. But I also know there was a ton of shit after that. We've seen a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how do, how do we live in a world oh, yeah. where post, you know, five years after Jurassic Park, something called. Mortal Kombat Annihilation exists. Like, you know, right. it couldn't be more 
of a falsehood that I think that the whole that everything got better. It's just I don't know. There's some kind of line in the sand for me there. Anyway, it, I, Dunaway, I, I feel that I feel that pretty strongly about the Matrix, and it happens that I had just moved to a new city where I would live for a long time, and when it came out and this kind of thing, yeah. Like so, there's there's stuff that's like personal for me, and it it just felt like a sea change. I feel like the the year or two after seeing the Matrix for the first time, like I was seeing lots of fresh things right so i i totally get it yeah there you have it uh yeah. dunaway you were just saying something i cut you off what were you gonna say oh just uh i was gonna say everything changed to me with back to the future i mean it seemed like when yeah. that hit it felt like that's another one i don't man. know if like everybody it felt like everybody yeah. upped their game it yeah. was like oh crap we need to make good movies yeah, I also and, feel that uh, way about Toy Story in a way, because at least for the animation yeah. side of the oh, world, oh for the three D animation oh, stuff, that's a great totally, example. Yeah. yeah, it's probably. Totally I mean, that one's that one's probably obvious because like you can actually yeah. literally chronicle that change, but it just felt like yeah. I don't know for me, Jurassic Every, Park everything was two D up and then yeah, yeah. Now I mean, no one's doing yeah. traditional two D animation unless they're doing independent stuff. So, which kind of bums me out. I wish somebody, would, I wish Disney or somebody with the money would make some. Awesome well, new and th- there was a there was a big string. Money. Mm-hmm. There was a big string where Disney movies didn't seem like they were gonna ever be like seriously good again. Mm-hmm. And and we hit we were looking back on like The Little mm-hmm. Mermaid and Aladdin, and then The Lion King came out, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah. Disney can make a seriously good movie. You I know? think Lion mm-hmm. King is post. I'm sorry, pre Aladdin, isn't it? Hold on, no. No, no, I I, no. I remember this very specifically. I loved Aladdin, but it was silly, you know, yeah. and it, it wasn't like what what I thought of as Disney, you know. And then boom, Lion King, man, it felt like wow, Disney really has it. Hold on a second, I think that's wrong. It's true. No, no, what? it's true. It's true. Hold it was on. it was Aladdin, and then why can't I find that? freaking I Aladdin in IMDb? It was because Aladdin is shunned. By who? <laughs> That's funny, I, I more think of the bad Disney years as being like the. Uh, I'm not saying bad. Live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying bad. I'm okay. not. You know, like I don't even think Mulan is bad, and a lot of people really rag on that. No, movie. I like. I like Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like saying, Mulan. I'm just saying that there yeah. is a there is a, a high tier and a highest tier, mm, and okay. it it felt like Disney needed a movie like The Lion King to reset up to that highest tier. Hold on a second. It looks like Aladdin and Lion King were the same year. 1994? Hold on. Yeah, 94. Oh Both those movies came out the same oh, it year. Wasn't. I remember. A, 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 I promise you. Go look Aladdin them up. In Go November 1992. I, I was there. Yeah, I and in the summer, they had Aladdin. <laughs> you can go. This is all of, of the record here. Um, so, so Aladdin, although the yeah, same year, yeah. technically released before Lion King. But same, no. same year. Yeah. No, no for real. <laughs> came out in November 1992. I'm not going to say that again. Yeah. Lion yeah, King. It did. It came out in 1992. <laughs> in June 94. Maybe you're looking yeah. at a uh, international release or something. I don't know. It says right here, yeah. Aladdin. True uh, Aladdin, the clever do, hero of Do Agrabah. a Google search for Aladdin release. This is. Are you looking at Jafar? No. <laughs> when was Jafar released? Hold on. <laughs> the serious thing about our current our current condition as humans is that we we are storing so much of our knowledge on in online, and if it's not, you know, if the first thing you go look up isn't accurate, oh my gosh! No, you know? you're right. You're totally right. Ninety two. You're right. It was the same year. So no, wait, Lion King was ninety four. No, no, no. Talking about Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was ninety two. Okay. All right. We're here. Can I, we're, can we're I, 
can I draw a parallel to the irony that Lion King features Pumbaa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we're having this conversation. <laughs> no, uh, you cannot. TMS listeners are going to love that. Um, June 24th, 94 for Lion King. You're totally right. It's two years apart. Uh, IMDb has it wrong. Someone needs to go fix that. Because the... Maybe the DVD release or so. Well, what, were we in DVDs yet? Uh, no, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we were a video sure. release, Jafar, like right around that time. I had a DVD player in 92. I liked, Her- there, I liked was, Hercules. Was there a, was there a movie called Maybe. Jafar? Like a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is Aladdin 2 is like. It's like direct oh, DVD. Right. Ja- yeah, direct DVD. Yes. It's okay. like Jafar's. Yeah. Eats revenge a or something. Uh, yeah, something stupid. <laughs> <like> <laughs> Jafar's Revenge sounds the like. Return, what you, it's the return of Jafar. The, the return, return of Jafar. Jafar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast was 91, 92 Aladdin, uh, 93 they had nothing, and 94 they had uh, Lion King. Yeah, they were running every four years. I remember them. Know. I remember a lot of people not liking Lion King probably. at the time. Opinion has changed on that sure. over time because there was no, some... no, no, no. Sure, there were a lot of people who didn't like Lion King, but it yeah. was nothing like the previous few movies. And like I say, it like uh, it it had huge legs. I remember people still going to see it four months later. Yeah. It was wonderful. I like Hercules a lot. Yeah, I like Hercules as well. Hercules, Hercules. And I really <laughs> I really quite like Touchback from Notre Dame, but I have like a reason yeah. for that because my daughter was really into Give it. Give me more? No, oh. no. Pocahontas was not really my thing, but girls loved it. So like that's good. Them. And I like Tarzan, man. Bring me uh, Tarzan any day of the week. I think the soundtrack's amazing. It's- oh, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. We're going to disparage... Elton John, yep. but that right. Phil Collins exactly. stuff? Yep, that Phil right. Collins music in that wow. movie is awesome. It is wow. good music. I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm right not now. saying, hey, this is the same stuff as his Genesis days or even his, you know, solo days. I'm just saying as soundtracks Hello. go from like stars who make soundtracks, I'd take him <laughs> over Elton John any freaking day of the week. <laughs> Phil Collins, that Phil Collins, I'm telling okay. you, and you're going to get, we're going to get emails that totally back me up on this. There'll be a few dissenters. But that Tarzan soundtrack, beloved by many, I think it's awesome. Oh, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's it's horrible, but I'm saying that you can't like in the same breath talk about Phil Collins post, uh, sure you can, or post no jacket required work and Elton John's post. Oh, you absolutely can because Elton John's post work sucks, and uh, and Phil Collins's doesn't. That's the difference. You definitely can't have this discussion with any Englishman I've ever known who loves music because starting <laughs> the day that Phil Collins starts singing for Genesis, they hate Phil Collins forever. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's all, they were already mad because, you know, Peter, Peter Gabriel's Gabriel. the man. Yeah. Which I agree with. I love Peter Gabriel. <laughs> we can all agree on that, right? Peter Gabriel's awesome pre and post. We just think he's great all the time. Love. No, mm-hmm. you just have to wait. See, that song sucks. I don't like that song. That song's no good. But there's some really good tracks on Aladdin that make me feel good when I hear He's, them. Phil Collins is touring right now in North America. The tour is called Not Dead Yet, and I like that. Tarzan. <laughs> I keep saying that's Aladdin. Great. I mean Tarzan. I don't know why I keep saying Aladdin. Um, all right. Anyway, that's not the point. What's the point? Oh, another, a next clip. Uh, here's one. Uh, he's really great in these, I said. Well, I took the liberty of looking at your file folder it was showing. There you go. Mad Max doing what he has to do. Uh, he's Mayhem and Chaos. No, I'm Chaos and he's Mayhem. We're a double act. What are we, required reading or something? Yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, here's a masturbation joke. Those are good. You trying to yeah. read me? I'm a master. That figures. Uh, hey, man, baby, master. Hey, great, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Danny. 
Danny Glover. Always getting a kick out of stupid stuff. All right. Uh, I see what you did there, I wrote. Why don't you go back and beat your street? Uh, go back and beat your street. Beat your street. You know, like, it's... Because there's street cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Walking the beat. Yeah. What okay. happens? Your street. Yeah. Can't, I can't make that leap. I'm, I'm trying. And massage your meat. Here's something about the hair. Hold the hair. Hold the hair. Hold the hair. Hold hold the hair because oh. he was about to make the burger. And right. Hold the hair. He did not oh, yeah. right. Meaning don't. Yeah. Let's not have hair yeah. on my burger. Got it. Uh, here's a clip of Brian Ibbett on his wedding night. This is crazy. We got this audio. I can't believe hold we got on. this. I'm, I'm trying to remember Brian Ibbett's wedding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he when he and, Mar- and Tina got married and then yeah. later. Yeah. Later they were. Okay. All right. And okay. then this yeah. move in this then this uh, this audio leaked what happened okay. so right. here, okay. here it is a little pepper and then you massage it a little bit just a little bit sweet sweet me man you're really sweet sweet we also meat. have the most suspenseful sex music <laughs> yeah when you play that out of context is wild because that's when Riggs is walking over and noticing right. totally right. exactly it's like wow this is like a cooking demonstration mm-hmm. and it sounds like uh it's like a the horror movie where he, in the closet. he killed somebody who's going to use their their body for meat. Sweet right. meat. Uh, you hear this a lot in this movie. Riggs! Like tons of times. Riggs! He's constantly yelling for Riggs. That's good. Uh, this is a fun line. Step into my orifice. Get it? His orifice Man, is like, that, that is so funny. Bathroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and she so doesn't funny. figure out until she's faced with the urinals that they're actually going into the bathroom. Yep. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. see the sign on the door that says men. Yeah. I don't know why she was. She's not a very good uh, internal affairs. That's person. why she's not a detective. No, <laughs> she failed detective school because she couldn't identify a bathroom. She, she's got the affairs part down. It's the internal part right. she's struggling. With. <laughs> um, angry acting at its best is a pretty good scene of those two chewing each other out. Oh come on, Rick! I can't do yes, that. Can. I can't yes, do can. that. Look, like, my look, why don't you cut out this classified bullshit right now? It's giving me the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you might guess, we now have this clip. It's giving me the shit. I'm going to use that all the time. Wow. If you were to play that for me out of context, I don't know if I'd recognize that that, that was Mel Gibson saying that. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. It's giving me the I, shit. It, that certainly is Renee Russo. It, it is almost the exact same thing she do, does in a scene in Major League. Oh, I forgot she was in Major League. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, wow. completely forgot that. Well, well, well pulled. Or okay. something well, like that. Here's a, about sesame seed buns. Sesame seed bun. What's that from? Sesame seed bun. Oh, he was McDonald's. finishing. Right. Sesame seed bun. Yeah. That sounds like Mel Gibson, doesn't it? Sesame seed yeah. bun. That, that's because there were a few Gibson. times that his uh, Australian accent seemed to come out, like when he's at the shooting range. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking. Uh, um, total, total Australian accent. If you play it backwards, it says, "I hate Jews." I hate Jews. <laughs> It's really weird. Uh, here's Riggs. Now, now, Scott proclaims when you quote him, <laughs> right? Make sure Leave you all say context when out. you play it backwards. No, that is no. a very important part uh, that makes it a joke. Context be damned. Yeah. Do not. Nope, I'm just gonna isolate. Yeah. Uh, right. Context be damned is right. Here's something. Uh, Riggs and the dog. <laughs> Hated that. Hated. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was like who was saying that this was their favorite of the of the lethal weapons? It was me. It was me. (laughs) Okay, just checking. (laughs) It was totally me. Uh, This is when he hits the pole. I thought it was a great sound effect. A little foley work going on. I liked it. 
Oh, dude, oh, yeah. freaking oh, geez. geez, Louises. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good effects in this uh, on the on the Foley work and the sound work. There was when the building uh, crashes down the, at the beginning yeah. after the bomb explodes. Yeah. Uh, you can hear it sounds like a King Kong kind of a yell. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't mixed notice. in with the explosions. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I also like the the I put the gif in our thing, but the fire uh, when the fire is spreading to the unfinished homes, and that right. guy gets doused in flame. <laughs> super cool. Yeah, like oh, her, it looks so good. Yeah, I mean, you can tell yeah. if you watch that GIF long enough. I didn't notice it the first time in the movie. We watch the GIF, you see, well, clearly he's wearing like fireproof face, and you know, right. it's a it's a stunt guy. But so it's what so, you're saying is they didn't murder anybody. No, they didn't actually burn anyone to death. Which oh, okay, is nice. good, good, good. But it looked really good. Like you'd you'd CGI that today. There's no way they oh, would absolutely. put themselves in that kind of. I don't know, thing. man. Practical effects are making a comeback in certain areas. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. I want to see that new Johnny Knoxville movie because all those stunts are real. Oh, jeez, yeah. Because it's, I guess, it's a scripted movie, but it's it's full of stunts that are, you know, Knoxville just about getting himself killed or whatever. Yeah, coming really close with a couple of those from uh, and, from all is accounts. It, yeah. Isn't that why we watch, really? Well, it's Jack why we watch Johnny Knoxville, yeah. Whatever he's yeah. doing, sure. Except We want to see the end. That documentary he made about drug addicts in West Virginia was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it was, yeah. there were no stunts in that. Also, he did that hmm. evil Knievel thing, but I guess that had stunts. Okay. Here's bad acting for you. All right? Bad acting. This, this guy's no good. Hot shit. You said not to worry about the police, but the cops are all over you, man. They got my guns, and they'll be coming after me next. Oh, my gosh, dude. Wow. Man. Okay. Come on. Leave Tyrone alone. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Here's what I have to Tyrone, say. Tyrone had a shit role in this movie, man. I mean, I agree. He was just always catching. He was always catching the crap. And also, I noticed when he was sitting in the car arguing with our, our corrupt cop, he was he was making the drug deal with his gold American Express card. Is yep. that what he was? Yep. Implying? Oh, oh yeah, right. He was holding that and his uh, his uh, sunglasses. Like, yeah, the, it was really weird. Like, his, I was, was like, can I pause that and actually see if it's a real American Express oh, gold card? Nice. It was, it was a real product placement. Like, it, yeah. it definitely got through. It's also I stupid because you're not going to do a drug deal with a card that's 100% trackable in 1992. That's just. A, <laughs> and was right. it drugs or guns? I'm assuming it was guns because that's what we we're trafficking oh, mostly, right. right? But he was also stealing a lot of other stuff from the impound. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. So, all your guns and your cop killer bullets. Okay, got this. Uh, let me just get the code on the back of your card. No, 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 not right. on the front. The back of your card, right next to the number. Yeah. <laughs> they were guns and drugs combined. They called them gugs. All right, Those hey, drums. This is somebody yelling at Tyrone. Get a grip on yourself, Tyrone. All right. All right. So there's that. That guy died pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, weird Mel Gibson sound. You guys can help me with this one. Oh. All right. That's oh. it. Oh. 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 There's that. It's Australian for my nuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? He was born here. Had Irish. Father, American mother. How did he Father? end up in Australia? I got to figure oh, that right. out. Yeah, because he uh, has, you're right, he has an accent. Like, he yeah. spent most of his time there. I well, just don't I mean, wonder... you, you, you're you a product of hearing your parents talk and, and how they teach you. So, But he well, was yeah, Irish. Got, but, but, he, but his parents weren't Australian, so I don't know. Yeah, why isn't he going, ah, let me get in my car and fight. <laughs> my lucky charms. <laughs> I'm, I'm the road warrior. Yay. <laughs> oh, you people. Uh, you wrong it. answer. This one is wrong answer. Wrong answer. I kind of like that. Maybe laugh. Borrows right from the Three Stooges uh, thing in uh, uh, Lethal Weapon Two, where he, yeah. where he does that to, to some guy at the hey, Christmas hey, tree hey, lot. Is that yeah. also a Die Hard thing where 
Bruce Willis says, eh, wrong answer. Uh, Hans. Hans. But maybe you can play for the bonus level. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Uh, Leo gets <laughs> laugh coffee. Leo gets what Leo wants. I hate this. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it so bad. All right. He what made a weird wrong sound. What's wrong with him? He's awful, is what's wrong with him. Here's another sound he made. And, the, and you guys can help me with this one. Actually, I have two of these in a row. Here you go. Let's <laughs> 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 play that backwards. I know, because it, it sounds like it's already played backwards. It does sound like it's played backwards. Uh, here's, okay, this is an extra who they came to ask what was going on so they could, and then they cleared these guys out of the construction space. I don't know what he answered to the cop, so I recorded it, and you guys can help me. So here, we're going to decipher this. Here you go. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. What? Must have cast a bunch of boxes. A bunch of boxes. Must have cast a bunch of boxes. Because they said, who, 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 what would you guys see or something? And they said this and they said, all right, we'll get out of here. Oh, right. It was cops with a bunch of boxes. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. Lots of boxes. Yeah, lots of cops. Bunch of boxes. That's it. Bunch of Fritos. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. Oh, that's, record that twice. Get a better cut. That's awful. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. All right. No one ever says this, I wrote. Pooey. Exxon. Pooey and Exxon. No one says Pooey or Pooey. Come on. That's like a cartoon thing. You're right. No one ever says Patooey. No one ever does. That never naturally comes out of you. Patooey. Patooey. I had closed caption on and it said Patooey. I wrote here, why the pause? Crazy son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a breath. It was good. All right, and then the dumb line at the end. Well, I've been chasing more cars lately, and uh, you know when I try and lick my balls, I keep falling off the couch. <laughs> yeah, because you know you're eating those dog biscuits, which is only movie. good. That's good because in Mad Max, he ate dog food to survive. Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie really didn't know how to end. It was like, no, yeah. don't let it end now. Let's. Let's have a, a few more jokes in the bathroom. No, don't let it end now. Let's have one last scene with Riggs and Murtaugh. Like, this movie, seriously, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Get your shit straight. What are you doing Turn over there? Turn off the cameras and walk away. Damn it. <laughs> hey, look at what this is. It's the Film Sack Checklist. Uh, the Glover is too old for this shit. Check. Uh, why wouldn't you just shoot Karate Russo? Check. I don't know why they just let her run around and kick everybody, but it's fine. It was fun to watch, though. Uh, and then I wrote, yeah, Scott. but again, no cops would let another cop just go there and they'll sit there and, and watch when there's right. five people trying to take him on. It's like, well, all right, they could probably end themselves, but let's go help her. Yeah. Uh, sticky meat hands. Check. Uh, this is <laughs> Star Trek stuff. I found that there were a number of these, although now I guess we have confirmation on the film sex stat site, but uh, Mick Rogers is in this. He's bomb scene cop number one. He was in DS9, played a Bajoran. Uh, Highway Patrolman 2, uh, as credited here, was casting or was extra casting coordinator for 2009 Star Trek and Into Darkness. Kenneth Tigar played Ernie the Detective. Is that Tiger? Ti- it says Tigar, T-A-G-A-R-A-R. So I assume Tiger. Tigar. 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 Uh, it's like an anime villain or something. Anyway, TNG, he played a, a Margin in the first episode, Symbiosis. Is, and is that Morgan or Margin? Mar- it says M A R G A. Margin. Margin. Tiger. Uh, Voyager, he played Damar. Literally. 
These are all our uh, names. Yar. <laughs> it's Pirate Day on Finsec. That's hilarious. All of those have the same R in it. Uh, Andrew Hill Newman played Jay Walker, uh, the guy that they were picking on. And Voyager, he played Jarrett Otell in the episode Prime Factors. And finally, Adam or uh, sorry, Alan Scarf. He was Herman Walters in TNG. He played two Romulans in two different episodes. Oh, good. I was going to say, in one episode? That's great. <laughs> two different Romulans. Uh, that's that for that. Let's give it a soundtrack grade. I give it ES for explicit sax. <laughs> ah, very True. good. Yeah. Very good. There you go. Also, terrible John Elton John song at the end. I wrote here. Uh, <laughs> get to the Twitter post where you guys sum it up in 140 characters. Sorry, 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Lethal Weapon Three. It's okay. 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 Oh gosh. Wow. That's less impressed. okay. I'm actually <laughs> glad you finished. Impressed. Yeah. Hashtag impressed. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Lethal Weapon 3, like finally getting just the right amount of Pesci in your movie burger. But discovering the director didn't wash his hands, hashtag hold the hair. <laughs> nice. Well done. Also, finally, Brian Ibbett. Lethal Weapon 3, they break every rule. And not in a good cops breaking all the rules <laughs> way, but in a you're egregiously overstepping your authority as an officer of the law <laughs> way. Hashtag, I don't have a hashtag. I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, oh! Alternate, alternate titles. Alternate. Alternate. This one here. Alternate. This alternates from the previous title. Here's your first one. Passion of the Heist. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I like or that. Oh, Mad Max good. Road Warrior. <laughs> Get it? Because like Warrior, but Warrior. Sure. I'm sure. going to go with the first okay. one. Yeah, Passion of the, the Heist one. is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, the emails. We get emails from you, the listener, and uh, we get them at filmsack.gmail.com. This is one from Rick Silcox. Yeah, you heard me. Uh, I actually have three today. They're all short. That's why I put all three in because I'm trying to get through some of the shorter ones. This one is, if you watched Lonesome Dove, you saw Robert Urich play Han Solo, says Rick. Hmm. I don't remember his role. Lonesome Dove. Yeah, I'll have to go check I, that I watched some of it. It's good. It's an old Western TV yeah, thing. It's, there's, it's a c- there's a scene where a bunch of cattle, a, a herd of cattle gets electrocuted by lightning, and it and it's the worst special effect you've ever seen. And it kind of ruins it now. But Ooh, other does, it, does it show the cow's bones as like it's being x-rayed as it's being shot with lightning? Because that's my favorite lightning uh, special effect. I kind of think so. I think it does. <laughs> and it's a whole herd. So the lightning comes and spreads all around the cows. And I want to say a whole oh. bunch of cows show their show their uh, skeletons. Nice. That's my memory <laughs> yeah, of it. Lonesome Dove is one of those things I watched the always meant to go back and complete. But I just couldn't seem to. It was really good. If you like westerns, I think it's required viewing, or yeah. at least it used to be. I also want to read the book too. The book is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, the book's good. So's the follow up. Uh, uh, they made even a more, even, even more lonesome. <laughs> yeah, lo- a lonelier dove. Lonelier doves. Um, Jason from Mississippi wrote in says, "So Scott, all the Jasons you know are Weasley buttholes, huh?" Well, Uh-oh. all all the Scots I know can eat corn through a chain link fence. So there, love you guys anyway, oh. kind of Jason. <laughs> I've never heard it, but I like it. Wow. <laughs> and now wow. I must try I it. That, a lot. Yeah, it that takes a minute to process. It Hold does. on. Corn <laughs> you got teeth like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, that's really good. Uh, okay, finally, Joseph T. LeBlanc. Not any relation to Matt LeBlanc as far as I know. Um, he says this. Um, how do we keep ice cold in space? I mean, nah. keep ice, like not ice cold, but ice cold. 
ice cold because right. we get the ice. ice pirates and how did you freeze water right? sure he right. says like canada to... he says like canada we put it outside or no or sorry or you know don't heat up that part of the ship besides right. you'd have to constantly heat the water to keep it liquid now i have to watch the movie your neighbor to the north <laughs> joseph t You're leblanc welcome. there you go i, I, I actually answered that right he included the the, right. the oh yeah Bob and Doug music? yeah oh, he good. put it in there See, really yeah. nice i kind of answered this because we also got this on uh, i believe either a reddit or uh maybe in the comments on filmsack.com yeah uh i th- i think the question we were asking at least in my mind was not whether uh, whether water would freeze in space but how the the area they were storing the ice was not contained anywhere it wasn't like closed off it was just open to the ship and you couldn't just have the whole ship freezing freaking cold could you right i, I think mean, that all was connected like the, the there was no like cordoning off of the piloty areas and the right yeah it was all just out in the open it was but bad that was that is a good point i didn't think about that that yeah freezing the water wouldn't be that that yeah, I, difficult to <laughs> just stick in a plastic ba- uh, uh, bin right. and then just dangle that out the back of the ship yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we was i don't think any of us was surprised that water could be frozen i mean i don't think that was our question no right? i think it was just right. keeping it frozen in space like keeping it frozen right. on your spaceship but aren't you guys a little bit in, bummed in an open that, area aren't you guys a little bit bummed that space's neutral state isn't just a nice 72 degrees you know what i mean <laughs> like you yeah. always hear how free you know it's just instant freeze like billions how, what is i don't actually know what the temperature is but whatever it is when you're out of sun like is it it's like a thousand right. degrees below zero or something oh. like <laughs> whatever it is but but I, it bums me out when i hear that i just think oh wouldn't it be nice if you could just have the air helmet do you want us to heat the whole galaxy <laughs> i know and i know you know everything i'm talking about is from a heat source like the sun right uh, and without that there's no nothing to heat it but it would be cool if just the neutral state was well right. then I guess then like, I guess it'd be like four hundred degrees here. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's a dumb thing to think about, but I think about these things sometimes. I think it's a great thing. Especially when somebody gets blown out. Oh, like with Princess it. Leia in The Last Jedi, that moment, you know, the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh th- yeah. I think of that and go, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if it's just like a nice warm, cozy you can't breathe, but you know, at least you're it's not It's not like <laughs> astronauts would be able to walk around in shorts out there. I mean they'd still have to wear the full the full gear. <laughs> Hey, I can't breathe, but I certainly am comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, why couldn't you wear just a head thing in a, in a, in a, in and a some swimming trunks? Yeah. You, you kind of could if it was really well sealed, but it, you would still like your skin would be exposed to space, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but if space yeah. is warm, part, and and uh, oh, you're saying if it was warm, uh, okay? Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was 72 like, degrees, you wouldn't care. You could just have any, except for debris, I guess. You have like a micro thing ripped through your leg or something. You'd yeah. still your your skin yeah, would still pressure in, the, in, in that in that vacuum. Your skin. What would you be... should take from this is thank God you live on Earth. You well, would no, that's true. But but there's no pressure out there. Like you're not. There's no it, compression. It's, it's just it's vacuum. It's infinite vacuum. Which means so there's, there's not, no. That's there's not no... something you want pulling on your skin, right? Yeah, but it just means there's no it'll, air. It'll pull the blood right out of your pores. <laughs> Yeah, this has God. been Science Week on blood, Film Sack. Blood, blood bubbles. Yeah, blood bubbles. Well done. Bubbles. Let's uh, let's uh, take our leave. Before we do, though, uh, next week's film is... is the Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. Yeah! That would be the famous brothers Fantasy. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. Mm. Uh, also starring Monica Bellucci. I think it's our second Terry Gilliam film. Uh, what's our first? Think- uh, Time Bandits was our first. I oh, think right. so. Well, right. Yeah, we Ooh, definitely did right. Time Bandits, so yeah. that would definitely be 
We didn't do at least our first. Gosh, if only there was a site where I could look. I'm looking right now, but I'm time bandits. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Brothers Grimm, 2005. We're gonna watch that movie. We got a lot of suggestions for it when it started streaming. Thank you guys. Uh, you can uh, you can stop suggesting uh, some other things like uh, Tremor Six came on Netflix uh, recently. We got it. We're good. We'll, we'll, we might watch it. Thanks. Yeah, we might. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, people are re- begging for uh, uh, the the second Hellboy. That's on our list, isn't it? Hellboy. It 2. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Our, our, it's actually a couple weeks from from now. Uh, we're also going to be watching in the future. We're going to watch Heat. Yeah, can't we're going to watch. We're going to we're going to get through Full Metal Jacket. We're going to hold hands, and we're uh, going to watch Full Metal Jacket for film. Sex. That's fine. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that movie gives me nightmares still, and I think that's worth talking about. I didn't realize they stack shit that high. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in in memory of that dude, we'll we'll watch that. Um, you just anyway, died. get get ready for the Brothers Grimm next week, folks. Yeah, I've cool. never seen it, so I'm excited about this one. I'll, uh, I yeah, first time I I've... enjoyed it. it it's, it's it'll increase our fantasy genre, right? Will it? I don't know. It'll crank yeah. something up. Who knows what? Terry Gilliam numbers. That's what we're looking for. Uh, anyway, that'll be next week right here on FilmSack. If you'd like to leave us your own emails or send us your own emails, you sure can. FilmSack at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment right there on the site or contact us there at FilmSack.com. It's all connected now. Blog comments are back. Everything's back. If you want to go do that, you certainly can. FilmSack.com. And uh, we're FilmSack on Twitter. If you want to follow us there, that's a great place to find out when shows go up on the feeds and when something else is going on, plus random weird commentary throughout. So check that out. FilmSack on Twitter. And it's going to do it. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll uh, be back next week with uh, that movie Randy mentioned. Oh, uh, the the Brothers Grimm there. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. coming up next week with uh, all of us. So come back. Guess who's going to ask us midweek what movies this week? Probably me. <laughs> I do it's that. probably me. Probably me. It's oh, got to be me. Um, but that's going to do it. Thanks for all for listening. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Okay. We'll <laughs> We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Okay. 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 <laughs>